the bathroom wasn't even open. I had to walk to the whole side bathroom. Dang. Um, <laughs> what, is, what are you laughing Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where we talk about shit going on in the NBA. I'm Josiah, joined as always by the actual host of the show, Jordan and Haley. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me on your show and doing the intro and all that goodness. I don't know what I'm supposed you to do now. You did that so much better than I do. So much. That was great. Was, yeah, was, no, she's like, so wow, well, I didn't want to say it, but so yeah. much better. I was in TV form. I had yeah, yeah. yeah, you're like sitting up straight, we're slouching. No, Jordan and I are running a little on five miles per hour this morning. I get it. Of course. That's okay. We're Vegas. here, though. We were, you know, telling our producer, Harry, about... Your background, and you were a basketball player. Jordan was a basketball player. Um, Not the same. I obviously was also a basketball player. <laughs> and we were talking about your dad, okay. who was also a basketball player, and he was just in the parade. And I did not know that with yeah. the Bucks, and he, he was celebrating. Played with the Bucks for uh, I want to say like six or seven years. Got traded to the Clippers. That kind of was you know tough situation, but. He's been with Milwaukee, I want to say, for like four years now, color commentating. They take care of him. They actually got us out to game three. We were all at game three. He had such a good time. He went back for game four. Such a good time at game four. He went back for game six. Such a good time at game six. Like, damn, I'm staying for this parade and get it going. Next thing I know, I'm looking at videos of him, shirt popped off, flexing the chest. And I'm like, damn, I need to do some push-ups because there's no way this 65-year-old man can have a better body than me right now. But that is the case. No, your dad is in shape. Yeah, yeah I mean, that yeah. is the takeaway. He goes that was, hard. I, that's why I brought this up. I just wanted to let you know <laughs> your dad you. is in shape. Like, he, he dresses better JR. than me. He looks, it's like, damn, dog, you're supposed to be, like, on the cane, like, you know, <laughs> wheelchair and whatever, but he's out here looking good and looking sharp. We were trying to think about the best and worst places to have a celebratory parade okay. in the NBA. Probably what Cleveland is, would, would top the list of maybe the worst. Yeah, what's the, well, I mean, yeah, what's the worst? Like, let's get negative. I'll say Cleveland. People have a, a, a negative rap on Milwaukee, and I probably felt the same way until I got the touchdown and actually hang out there. But yeah. the people are great. Food is great. Everybody, they love, they love their beer. They love their cheese. And, you know, being at a game and watching David Bakhtiari just chug, chug beers really is a, a life-changing experience. But actually, I don't like to shit on any city, but been to Cleveland wasn't, you know, when Joakim Noah said what he said back in the day, it was like, it's pretty spot on. Like, yeah. It's pretty, pretty accurate. What would, like, a, if the Vegas Aces were to have a parade, what would that – Vegas parade look like oh, I'm right. trying to like picture that I mean here. how big of it yeah that's because I don't know you get a lot of like Vegas is interesting I'll just say like you got the strip but then you go like two blocks off and you're gonna see a bunch of random shit that you probably never expected <laughs> even driving over here we drove by the White Castle I saw a lady who I didn't you know she was, she was going through some tough times I was just like oh shit like this is this is, <laughs> this is you different know. this is different and I like to say this is a city built by losers so you walk around and you can just kind of smell it in the air like everybody oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna win a jackpot bro look at this big ass hotel you're not like they don't get that off of you winning but uh, I think the Vegas Aces, they would turn up for Liz and the crew. Like, they would, they would really have it going. You they know, would. Hope they have T-Mobile just packed out. You can't really do it outside out here because it's hot as shit. Right. That's a good point. You can't do it outside. And also, if you go outside, it's like, okay, so it's Tuesday? Yeah. You know, like, what is going to shut Vegas down? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. don't know. But the W, we were talking, it's kind of sad. The W doesn't really get parades like the NBA does because the players, the minute that the season ends, they just go play like, overseas. All right, I got to go work. Like, the next day. Yeah. I've interviewed, obviously, a bunch of players like Nafisa Collier and other, other people, and mm -hmm. it's just like, yo, that schedule is, like, 10 straight months of hoop. You can go get a bigger bag overseas. You can get in America. It's just – it's wild to me. But it seems like it's picking up. Viewership's picking up. It seems like they're getting more bread, more investment. So I'm excited for it. Obviously, I got my sweatshirt and really had to support the league this year. Go hard on it. Yeah. But trying to get to some Sparks games. They were at the convention center, and those tickets were, like, super elusive to figure out where to get. Mm -hmm. But I love getting my suite on at Staples Center when they're over there because it's obviously super cheap and you get to watch a great product. Yeah. You could be, like, the celebrity because you're definitely that status. Yeah. You could be, he's, like, 
Yes, I am. <laughs> Almost. He's like, continue. That's like well, the interview. Well, Clipper Daryl's here. I'm seeing like, yeah, I can be like Sparks Josiah for sure. Like, I can get that going. I can just yell <laughs> like shit during the game. Beyonce interview where she's like, you're Beyonce. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you could be like the celebrity Sparks fan, except that they also, who do they have? Vivica. They have Vivica Fox. Yeah. Vivica. So that's a tough know. competition. I don't know. That maybe it'd be tough. like, maybe 1B. Viv- I want to like, who's Vivica B. Fox? Like, how come she had to go with that? Like, who's the other Vivica Fox that forced her to have to put an A by her? Like, I can understand Michael B. Jordan. It's like, okay. Yeah. Right. There would be confusion. There. That makes sense. Is there another Vivica Fox that's out here getting it that we just don't know about? I've always wondered that. I want to ask her when I see her. It's that really is, funny that it's question. B. Jordan because his parents were like, what are we going to name him his middle name? And they're like, well, it's got to, you know, he's the second one. We'll just make it something with a B. But it's, they named him Michael Jordan. So they already made that choice. So it's, it's. It's a tough situation, but I, I, I love a, a middle initial. Yeah. Gotta, maybe I should start going by it's that. A power Jordan move. A. Liggins. Yeah, I much. can't do it. As we were refer- as we mentioned on our last uh, podcast, my initials are a touchy situation. What are they? Well, okay, H-O. You know what I mean? It's like my parents have really – and then my sister is B-O. Oh, no. Okay? <laughs> and then my brother gets T-O, and we grew up in the era of T-O, so his was really cool. And then ours were just like, you know – we're getting heckled in class. But T.O. has B.O. allegedly. I don't know if you guys remember that sign. He, like, ripped down one game. No, I don't remember that. He was playing a game. Somebody put up, like, a T.O. has B.O. sign. It was the funniest thing I've ever But he scored a touchdown, just literally ripped the sign off and got into a celebration. So. Okay, so what is, what's been your favorite moment of Summer League? Um, favorite moment of Summer League, watching the Lakers last night in action. We got two guys who were vying for the role of New Caruso and Austin Reeves and Mac McClung. Mm. Two, I've known Mac since, obviously, the internet day. So seeing guys like that, I get more excited about. And walking through the hotel, I saw Chet Holmgren. And I'm just like, damn, this is a big-ass motherfucker. Like, this dude is – I'm looking up at him like, oh, shit. Like, I made the occasional Chet, Chet Holmgren tweet that he might have been offended by. So I'm just like, yo, please don't beat me up, high schooler. What <laughs> happens when people see your tweets? Who you tweet? Because you're they're very light hearted. They're very lighthearted. Yeah. And everyone likes a good joke. But I would imagine that some people don't like a good joke and maybe take it a little mm-hmm. personally. I've had guys block me before. Like I was doing like Jalen Ramsey impressions way back in the day. And I just loved the guy. I thought he was funny as shit. And like he used to make me crack up. So I was just doing spoof ones, but he ended up blocking me. I'm like, all right, well maybe I'm going to lean away from that because if I ever see Jalen in person, it's going to be a situation. Yeah. But <laughs> I used to be a lot more kind of free free will with it and just, like, shoot whatever I wanted out. But then guys like LeBron start following you, KD, Steph, and it's like, damn, I can't even really get these Steph jokes off like I want to anymore just because I actually like the guy. I'm like, Right, right. Know, I'm just really doing it to piss off his fans because we've kind of had this years-long thing going on since, obviously, they were, they were smacking him back in the day. Then 3-1 happened, then KD kind of fucked that whole situation up for LeBron fans. But, uh yeah, so I try to just keep it all, keep it positive now. And stuff that guys can share in the locker room with each other, crack up about. And I know they see it now. Like, I put up a Swin Cash meme when they did the draft lottery, and she kind of made that face. Yes. And I'm looking at Swin. She's at the lobby bar at the uh, Encore. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, made I that meme about like, you. Hey, made, I made that meme about you. Yeah, she was, she was definitely there. All right, guys. Show. I will see you later. <laughs> and that's for me. Like, I'm wild. Like, oh, shit, that's Swin Cash. Like, wow. that's, that's the stuff. I she's like, here. Who did we see yesterday? Liz. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we saw Liz Cambage. Yeah. Cambage. I love when you say her last name. Cambage. She's out here really getting it. I saw her at the uh, – she's at the Lakers Clippers game, then dipped out and got, like, the standing O when she walked out. Oh, my God. Did you see someone propose to her the other night? Oh, wow. <laughs> they just walked down to the front row where she was and just pulled out a ring. She's, she was like, ah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on that. I would, honestly, it was funny. I would be curious to see how that relationship would pan out because that's a lot of gall and heart on that person's <laughs> – so he's passionate very passionate but he's irrational yeah he's a little <laughs> reckless I'd, I'd also be nervous too if I was her if, like I kept seeing him at things like 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He keeps proposing over and over. Serial proposer. That's, yeah. That's, and that gets into the scary range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pushing the bounds. <laughs> are you, like, are you someone who likes Summer League, or do you think that it puts unnecessary pressure? I love Summer League just from the standpoint that you got all 30 teams here. It's kind of mm-hmm. like I used to work at the NFL Network back in the day, and NFL Combine was like Super Bowl week, like, great, you're going to see a lot of guys, but everybody's kind of doing their thing. NFL Combine, all the teams are there. You can go to, like, Steak and Shake at 2 in the morning, and you got, like, the Eagles table over here. You got the Rex, Rex Ryan and his brother just scarfing down burgers, Andy Reid. Like, I just like watching them eat. So coming here <laughs> and, like, just seeing, checking in the hotel, seeing random dudes, and you're just walking by people. It's like, oh, shit, this is, like, you know, the cream of the crop for the NBA. You know, I know, like, Steph and Draymond and guys like that are out here. So I think from a fan viewing experience, obviously the tickets are – Close to reasonably priced. I think they back in the day it was like twenty bucks. Yeah, you could show up. You could literally go like high five people on the bench if you got the game early enough. Where now they got it a little bit more kind of spaced out. But love coming here. Love seeing the venue. Obviously with with the Rona and everything going on, not as many people as previously. Like the Lonzo Caruso years. Like this thing was sold out and jumping. Mm-hmm. But I have a good time. I think it's. A I great saw experience. Kuzma's debut game. Have I ever told you that before? No. Yeah, I was up in the stands. Those stands right there, and I was with Megan. And a man who shall not be named because he's no longer in my life. And we were, <laughs> and literally we were watching the Lakers, and I was just like, I don't know, there's something about that guy. And Megan called it. She was like, this guy is going to be, and it's very important what she said next, very relevant for years to come. Very relevant. She never said yes. great. She never even said like very no matter relevant. Like, she said very relevant, and that is, that holds factually to this day. It's so interesting with Kuzma because. I just feel like if he played anywhere else besides L.A., it would be no expectation on him at all. But you go to the Lakers, and especially how well he played in Summer League, it's like you immediately have to be an impact. Somehow he made rounds of cuts. He still was on the team. Yeah, he made multiple cuts for a long time. Multiple cuts. But it was, you know, I'm happy for him on the Wizards because it's like bar is lower the spotlight isn't completely on you to perform, and yeah. it's like best of luck, good for you. Not like I mean, I met Kuz a few times. Great dude. I think he got, he caught a lot of unnecessary slander from Lakers fans. Mm-hmm. Super passionate though. Obviously, I'm a LeBron guy. Been a part of the, the franchise since 2018. And the one thing about Lakers fans, they will bully you to greatness. Like I saw with <laughs> KCP, the bullying was just absurd. They really did. Yeah, I mean, they said the most do. absurd, wild shit. But you play well, they rock with you. Literally, almost got Caruso into the All Star game. Like <laughs> this fan base is super rabid. So I think that he got a, a lot of negative strays. Kind of last season, you know, people forgot all the work he did in the bubble and how instrumental he was in helping that team get a championship. Super happy for Kuz. I think he'll be able to now. Hopefully, the thing is, like, once guys leave the Lakers, they end up, like, balling out. Like, Doing so it. well. I yes. was going to say that's actually all of our exes do great. It's kind <laughs> of like that when people leave the Spurs, or at least this is more recent. I might have to check back into this because they haven't really been performing the, no. like we expect lately. I, I think didn't know you a were a Spurs harsher. fan, to be honest. I'm not. Okay. Are you just rocking that? Is, okay. This is, yeah. It makes it's sense. a great color. It goes with her nails. Yeah. I just have good fashion. It does. Um, I'm not a Spurs fan. That's actually just coincidence. But when, when players leave the Spurs, they're worse. Like they're, and it's usually the role players are almost always worse. Obviously this doesn't apply to like Kwai who went and won a championship. Although in recent years, but with Lakers, it's like they're better, right? Yeah. I mean, you think about the Spurs, like they're so regimented and pop run such a tight ship that when these guys go to other places, like Kawhi goes to the Clippers now, it's like, oh, I don't have to show up to practice if I don't feel like it. All right. Well. Yeah. He's like, I don't even have to live in the city if yeah, I don't feel I don't, like I it. Yeah, I just literally phone it in or fly it in whenever I need to be there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, flight got delayed, coach. I'm going to be there, you know, when I feel like it kind of situation. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I think it's probably tough for Spurs guys leaving to go to other places where you get a little bit more freedom, but you would think they'd be a little bit more mature and kind of ready to go, but it is San Antonio, so when you go somewhere else, I'm sure it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm enjoying your guys. I've watched the show from afar. It's great to be a part of it. Oh, I was getting a little you. insulted that I wasn't asked to be on. I was just kind of oh. wearing the sweater, giving the no. love, kind of waiting for the moment. No, you have oh, no idea how goodness. cool that was. I was on, I was on the way to San Diego. Um, for a trip, I thought we all thought our friend's boyfriend was gonna propose because he invited us as a surprise. I never asked you about that. No, he didn't propose, and we were like, he invited us as a surprise to her birthday weekend trip in San Diego. Yeah, we thought he's gonna propose. Then when he didn't propose, we were like, is our you know everything seemed good? But anyway, we're on the way down there. We're talking literally about the proposal. And someone had tagged me in something. And so I went to the original tweet and I look and it's you and like, uh, you know, I'll watch the videos here. And so I was like watching it, blah, blah, blah. At the end of it, I saw what you said about us and you had on the sweatshirt. It was so nice. Sweatshirt was, was extremely so comfortable. Nice. But seeing myself on TV wearing that sweatshirt really motivated me to lose more weight because I had like my boobies were showing. I was like, ooh, comfortable sweatshirt, tan, but very form fitting. The tan is. Very form fitting. Yes, the, 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 the tan is a interesting color. The tan will color. check you. Yeah, yeah it will and check you. I was like, okay, I got to just start working out a little bit harder. But still. It's kind of like when I haven't walked outside in like three days I haven't seen the sun. I wear that tan sweatshirt and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> am I the sweatshirt? <laughs> like, where does the sweatshirt end? And I begin. <laughs> no, that was so dope. That was yeah, really, that was really, really cool. cool. Appreciate it. Cool. But we always wanted you on the show. Okay, and we're I just want to so, make sure. Yes, of I'm, course. I'm, I'm happy to be here now. I'm, oh, we're so happy you're here. I missed a buffet to be on this show. <gasps> I'm just kidding. I'm not. Delta not doing Oh, it. I was going to okay. feel so... I was but like, I, a buffet? I walked by the wind buffet and I was like, oh, should I do this? And I'm just like, no. Nah, because, you know, back in the day, they'd go hard on the crab legs. And We're so sad. <laughs> We're so sad for your We're like, we potential think it might buffet. have been a mistake. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. We think you should go back. This is much better. This is much better. Okay. But yeah, that is true. Delta and a buffet. Ooh. Yeah. If they're not... They weren't serving the people? I've heard that, but I just didn't want to find out. Mm, it was just... Yeah, that's risky. I'll, there's like... You'll see indicators like, oh, I just don't know if I want to Well, we'll all be back in Vegas. And there's one thing like that people don't talk enough about Vegas is the buffets. I mean, really, the food in general. I There's think the Wynn Buffet, the Caesars Buffet. That's the one. How do you say the Caesars name? Because I say it, but it's, the way I say it is very inappropriate, but it oh. makes me laugh. Wait, tell me. I say back anal, but is it like back anal or back? I don't even know. <laughs> Let's call it the back anal buffet. <laughs> I mean, logically. That's what it looks like. <laughs> and then, then I'm like, well, I'm not going to go to the back anal buffet because that just doesn't sound correct. <laughs> I mean, maybe it does. I didn't even know that that was what it was called. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to look okay. into that. I'll get back to you. But I know I have problems. That we I have, have a bunch of cameras and lights on us. I will let you know if I think it's pronounced back anal. B-A-C-C. <laughs> I don't know how to spell the whole thing, but back anal. <laughs> like the way a crip would spell back anal, basically. Because so. two C's. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got you it. already know. Yeah. You got already it. Know. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> um, what, what, are, what were your thoughts when you knew that Caruso was no longer going to be... Uh, definitely, obviously, like a lot of Lakers fans, very heartbroken. Caruso's a legend. He's the man. I got to interview him last year when he was in the bubble. Nice. And literally was like, I'm like, what are you wearing on the what back of your like? jersey? He's a legend. He was like, man, I'm not, I'm not doing shit all day. I'm like, I'm like, bro, thanks for taking the time. Like, bro, we're sitting in the hotel not doing shit. Like, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm happy to be doing this. But cool. told me he was wearing, wearing Black Lives Matter on the back of the jersey. I'm like, bro, you're a legend. Like, you know, you can't get a cookout invite, but we'll get you a to-go plate. He was like, I'll be more than happy to get a to-go plate from the cookout. At that moment, like, Caruso, you're honorary light-skinned. <laughs> That card will never go away. Caruso's probably the only white dude in L.A. that can, is good in any hood. He can go Definitely. in any hood in L.A. and people are going to rock with him. Nobody's going to jam him up. Like, even Justin Bieber doesn't get that type of love. Like, oh, not at he all, Like, he shows yeah. up in the wrong spot. He's got to do push-ups. He's got to do impromptu <laughs> concerts. 
Caruso's not doing that. He's just not getting he's getting it to go play. He hanging was. Out. Remember when he was doing like push ups or what was he doing when he like showed up? He just like got out of his car and he started. It was it doing was, activities. It was like, bro, here's some push ups. <laughs> like, okay, push up contest. Like, you're gonna say no? No, you got to do it. <laughs> Caruso is seriously the goat. He's the best, and I love all the memes of him like going to the Bulls and transforming into Michael yeah. Jordan. Have you seen those? I think <laughs> Go Grant, live your, your Grant Goldberg made a Photoshop of uh, Caruso dunking on Jordan. It's yes. still one of the funniest things I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And really, like, I believed it was true. Yes. As in my should. mind, this really happened. Yes. <laughs> His body is, like, is confusing to me. Yeah. He's so muscular. He is. Yeah, I just wouldn't think it. I, I love that. But then you see him, and is that what you told him when you interviewed him? I did yeah. compliment him on his muscle structure. Yes. <laughs> As you should. As you should. I love it. I love okay, it. you guys tell me, like, best case, worst case scenario for the Lakers this year. Ooh. Ooh. I have two Lakers fans in my presence. I have to do it. Ooh. Best case is Russell Westbrook has another MVP caliber season. I mean, and <laughs> it's all, but he learned like his MVP season or, like, a regular MVP season? His MVP no, season. I, you know I love Russ. Yes, I love Russ. I'm so excited about that. But it's like he just learns how to play with AD and LeBron. And also, AD stays healthy. That's best case yeah. for me. I would go the same. Obviously, championship is kind of yes. the expectation. But these guys are old as shit. Like, <laughs> I love LeBron. Like, I love Le- like he's my favorite player. But LeBron's going into year 19. He still gets compared to guys who are in, like, year 11, year 12, as mm-hmm. if they're, like, equivalent. Like, this dude has played so many minutes. Like, he's so much tread on those tires. I think we started to see him look a little mortal in the playoffs. I know he was hurt. But things that he would normally do, he wasn't doing as well. Like, he was going chest to chest with guys and losing those battles. I'm just like, ooh. I don't know. But <laughs> I love Russ. Obviously, Russ is a UCLA guy. I've known Russ a long time. I think, you know, when, when he first came, Lakers fans were kind of like, oh, we don't need Russ. But I think LeBron is going to be less ball dominant, let Russ kind of do his thing. And you got yeah. a guy now in Russ who wants to rebound, wants to assist, wants to play good team basketball. They got a nice crew assembled. When that trade first happened, every kind of looking at Schroeder, like, oh, what's going to happen with him? Basically, everybody's like, ah, oh, ha, ha, he's got you guys by the balls. And it's like, uh, no. Nah. Not Rob and Jeannie, guys. They, <laughs> Jeannie knows what's cracking. Yes. You know, Rob knows what's cracking. Then the players started filtering in, and it kind of felt the same way. Like, I felt when I saw the Nets last year, and they started just like, Marcus Aldridge, damn, Blake Griffin, like, who else? Like, y'all going to get everybody? Like, damn, can we get somebody? Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for this squad. Obviously sad to lose Caruso, but the game is the game. Have you ever had a personal life experience like what Dennis just went through? Uh, taking major – never, no, because I, I normally just take the, the initial bag off her. Because it's <laughs> like, ooh, the, the gamble. Like, 80, yeah. somebody's like, here's $84 million. I was so scared he was going to say the buffet and us. <laughs> like, no. the buffet was $84 Buff- million. Buffet is a life gamble, though. That is the one – if you go to the win buffet, you got to, like, book, book out, like, good three to four hours after that because you just don't know how your body's going to react to it. Yeah, and you're about to be on a flight. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, so no, – you're not, always up front. You're going to take yes, Nothing as – it's like, ooh. Like, 84 to 5.9 is – it's still a lot of money, don't get me wrong. And, like, yeah. he'll be able to take care of his family. But that's – you know, I had to – I had one in the drafts I had to let go. Normally, I was trying to shy away from that type of stuff. But it was like, bro, you went to the Celtics, so we got to clown you. You can't, like, leave the Lakers, go to the Celtics for 75 minutes, whatever it is, right. less money. You left it in the drafts or you tweeted I it? I fired it. Oh. And it performed as I, I expected it to. And expect. it did well. <laughs> and it did well. It did very well. <laughs> but after that, I was like, all right, no more. No it's more, like, no more. I was expected <laughs> Well, it's also like Boston versus L.A. Yeah. I think Boston's probably lovely. Mm. I've never been. 
Celtics Twitter is there's a lot of nice people on Celtics Twitter, but there's a lot of mean people too. I like so the divide of there's a part of Celtics Twitter I really really like. Yeah. The communist part. <laughs> it, like they call themselves weird Celtics Twitter, and it's, it's a bunch of communists. No, I'm being serious. Yikes. I, no. No. Good. Okay. Yes. It, we'll talk later. It's literally <laughs> like they're they're like whole thing is that they make these weird memes that are. Have you seen these? What are the memes? I, I'll, like, drag you guys in. I'll start tagging you and stuff. They make memes <laughs> oh, no. that are, like, really trippy color schemes, and then they just tweet, like, weird things. Yeah, it's a great part of Celtics Twitter. And then there's the part that's, like, um, you were in the making of Fever Pitch. Like, you were in the stands when that movie was made. <laughs> And that concerns me. <laughs> Celtics Twitter is mean, though. They're really nasty. I don't really. Sometimes. Nobody. Yeah, they're nasty. And it's also like it's different from Lakers because I don't think that you're a Boston fan. Like, I don't think Boston fans come from anywhere but Boston. Okay. If you're a Lakers yeah, fan, that's fair. you're from all over. So it is a very unique personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think my Aunt Charlene is probably the only exception with that. Oh, so there's the communists. There's... <laughs> The racist. Let's just say what it is. And then there's Aunt Charlene. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Yeah. That's a great that's a great I like balance. that pie chart. <laughs> I'm, I'm a guest, so I'm just rocking it. He's like, he's like whatever you guys say. <laughs> I'm just enjoying the combo. What is your favorite, like, team Twitter? Probably, I mean, obviously Lakers Twitter yeah. goes, goes super hard. Warriors Twitter, like, there's a lot of battles. And Warriors Twitter is funny, but it's a lot of, like, 14 to 17-year-old kids. So yeah. you can just tell they're just kind of figuring out life in the world and don't quite know manners and, like, the appropriate way to approach things. But some <laughs> passionate diehard fans obviously got, like, Sam and Andy, obviously part of the Blue Wire crew. Mm-hmm. Like, Andy's, like, the, the Warriors version of me. Like, he knows how to get under my skin. I know how to get under his skin. <laughs> but we never tweet at each other. It's just like, oh, you said some fuck shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to retweet that. Just so I know you're going to get roasted. And if I do the same thing, he'll do it to me, and it makes me crack up. But, <laughs> but oh, you retweeted this one. Right, here comes fucking Warriors fans in my mentions talking wild. Like, <laughs> but I enjoy it. Warriors fans are defensive. I think that Steph fans are worse than Russ fans. As a mm. LeBron fan, we're seeing the way that Steph fans are kind of now – and like as LeBron fans, we've dealt with all that shit. We're past it. Four championships. We're good. Kicking our feet up. Finals MVP. So any any discussion or debate that goes on, there's not really much you could throw at us that we can't counter with. Yeah. Like Steph fans, I think, are still hoping for that finals MVP because they know whenever we talk conversations, that's automatically as, as any other yeah. fan base, like, okay, but what about finals MVPs? And now they've essentially devalued that. Like it doesn't matter. And it's like, <laughs> like, oh, the media votes on that, but the media votes on regular season MVP too, right? And if you got a unanimous regular season MVP and you didn't get a finals MVP, the same media mm. was doing that. But these are just, you know. It's so funny Ooh. the things you have to pull out on Twitter. Like, if I was arguing this in real person, I would – well, first of all, I would never argue. I would exactly. be like, I love that you exactly. appreciate LeBron and I'm going to appreciate <laughs> exactly. stuff. But, yeah, it's, it's very interesting, like, the credentials and the list of things that people pull out. Like, you are doing extreme homework yeah. to mm-hmm. try to convince this person who will not be convinced. Yeah. Like the most irrational thing in the world is fandom. Yeah. And you're exactly. telling this person you're wrong and my person is better. The person I like is better. It's like it's literally like if we were arguing like our spouses against each other. <laughs> That's literally true. when LeBron she of the month. She da da da. You know what I mean? It's just like she's better than yours. It's like, but this is still mine. <laughs> Like, LeBron's still my player. <laughs> but we have these arguments online. It's so ridiculous. The best part is, like, Steph or LeBron will tweet, and then, like, the Steph hater will come in the Steph tweet and, like, just diminish all his credentials. Like, just be <laughs> and well, they'll be like, LeFrod, like, a uh, bubble ring, like, this, that, whatever. And it's just like. And he just tweeted about, like, his breakfast just, or something. Yeah, <laughs> opened a new I Promise school. Or, hey, we've got a bunch of more kids yeah. in college. Like, oh, you're a fraud, LeBron. Like, <laughs> How does that even work? Just, like, 
I got kids in college. No, I don't, like, LeBron is, is an all-time. You don't have to say this because I know that um, you and him are close personal friends. Is an all-time like really bad tweeter, and that takes a lot for me to say because I'm a huge fan. But like, oh my god, it's so bad. It's good though, right? Like the hashtags are so long that they just become a part of the Twitter ecosystem. One time he, he hashtagged hashtag. Just my opinion, not a baseball player, just a casual observer. You remember that one? Yeah. He's like, he's like, uh, I can't. Okay. He tweeted something recently, like once, once they signed all those players, and instead of saying negative energy, he said narrative energy. But I'm rolling with narrative energy as my, my whole thing now. Like too much narrative energy out here, guys. I like. actually think that that aligns quite well with like how the media, you know, this, you get there's a lot of energy narrative. created by, yeah. The narratives, and one of them, them being old, is probably true, though. He tweeted, he tweeted it, deleted it, because he tweeted it, I quote tweeted it, he deleted it, and everybody on the couch, like, he deleted it. I'm like, damn. Like, he tweeted again, like, yes, sorry. We, <laughs> and he deleted it again, like, all right, fuck And he boy. went with narrative energy the second time? Both times. Both times. <laughs> and that was my favorite part about it. He really committed to And then he deleted it again? I think he deleted it again. I'm just like, well. And I'm basically like, yo, he knows he's sending a message out because you, you can't delete anything as LeBron. Can you James. imagine right. though? Like, can you imagine how, how many followers does he have? Like, forty something million. Yeah. Le sometimes I'll tweet something like, um, "Wow, I really love like I love this taco I had or something," yeah. and people will be like, "That taco's a piece of shit. You're a piece <laughs> of shit," and blah blah blah. And so I'll delete the tweet and then. You're a coward. Oh, all you do is, do and I'm like, I just like sometimes you just want to delete. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you're a different person every day. You wake up, you're a new person. You know, you, <laughs> so you go gotta delete things. those past tweets. Yeah, you're, you're changed. Agree. Yeah, maybe you, you had agree. a good therapy session. You're like, I actually don't want to present myself this way anymore. Mm -hmm. You delete the tweet, but they don't get afforded that grace. Yeah, I mean, you don't. You probably don't even have you ever got caught flack off for deleting. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I tweeted something that was obviously a joke. It was, like, a pro-Obama tweet, but I basically had these kids that were trying to cancel me, so they were just looking for anything they could get. It's like, oh, you tweeted this five years ago. It's like, did you not understand the gist of what was going on here? But then I had other people hitting me, like, yo, and it's like, because the thing is, like, the outsiders don't realize, like, I'm, I'm heavy in Twitter. I'm heavy in social. So I know these kids operate, like, five to ten burner accounts. As soon as they comment ratio within, like, a one to two minute span, all the likes will hit that tweet. And then I'll click on those accounts, and I'll just do some investigation. And it's like, oh, wait, this is the same guy. He just Jeez. he just cycled through ten different things, but an outsider doesn't know that. So they think, oh man, you really getting got right now? It's like no, it's the same fucking fourteen year old. Whose hobby kid. is that? I know. But and also like Go I saw outside. like Josh Christopher got caught up for like some Steph tweets he tweeted like when he was like fourteen or fifteen years old. And he's oh, like, I'm a LeBron gosh. fan. Like this is the thing. Oh, got you. Like oh, you said this six years ago. It's like bro, fucking. I don't even know what I was doing six years ago. I'm like <laughs> I don't know what I was doing three days. ago. I was ago. a different tweeter then. I had a different <laughs> I was a amount different of followers. Tweeter, yeah. I've grown. I've developed into. No, a better you really person. can't tweet the same. I used to. Yeah, there's. You can't say the same things. I mean, I used to just, like, tweet about my life and about, like, oh, you know, I hate this thing. And the, yeah. it was so much more casual. But now there's such – there's, like, an added weight to it. Not just for if you're, like, on NBA Twitter, but just, like, in general. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. So you can't just, you know – which I noticed about you. You don't really tweet about your life. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Twitter's weirdos. Like, I'll just say yeah. that. A lot of weirdos on Twitter, like, they, like, love cancer and love talking shit. And my whole thing is, like, I take this shit serious. So if you say some wild shit to me, I will hunt you down. Yeah, and As I don't know what's gonna happen. And I don't know what's gonna happen after that. Say it in the camera. I will hunt you down. <laughs> a lot of you kids don't know that you've been tweeting at me, and literally, I've got my research team, and we know where you live at. So I'm just waiting for you to say that wild shit that sets me over the top, and then it's pull up, Bill. Like pull up in your city, what's cracking? I've literally offered kids, like I'll fly kids Spirit. I'm not flying you anything better than that. Fly you Spirit out if you really I have a problem. Fly you Spirit to I will fly you up. Spirit. Are you gonna pay for one bag? Because you know they don't even check them. No, for free. No. no, no backpack. You gotta come. So Just by yourself. You go hit TJ Maxx when you land. <laughs> get some underwear and a shirt. That's it. Ross, 
<laughs> not a nice spot. <laughs> Clearance rack. I can get you that low. Right. Oh, my goodness. That's perfect. And that's a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh I know. Gosh. I was just saying that the other day. I think it's really weird because when you're on Twitter and, and you give, like, you, especially someone like you, you, yeah. ha- you present, like, a certain voice, a certain tone. Yeah. On Twitter, and so it gives this false sense of familiarity, and so people think that they know you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And with that familiarity comes people thinking that they can talk to you however they want. And that's just really, like, yeah. yeah it steps over the line. And yeah, I think with your personal and private information, like, it's yours. There, it's not anyone's responsibility to yeah. know any of those exactly. things. So I respect that. And you have something. It's separate. My thing is, like, the people you meet in real life, like, you guys, obviously, people that you actually meet, it's like, I don't care what team you support or whatever. Like, I'm not going to fight over somebody over a fucking basketball take. Like, right. You don't Can think you LeBron's a goat. in okay. person I came up to you and I was, like, saying the things that if you if we, like, you know what we should do? Harry, you're going to have to cut this because we're going to have to trademark this. We should do real Twitter fights. But, like, in person, just yeah. to show how nonsense it is. Can you imagine if I was yelling to you about, like, All caps. Yeah. <laughs> Steph's the goat. like, okay, like, I don't care. Like, I'm yeah. just saying, I'm, okay, you want to fight me? Like, literally people are like, oh, man, I fucking hate you. It's like, you never even met me before. Like, what is there to hate about basketball takes? Like, I know. The worst is, like, somebody blocks me. Like, I don't even know who you are. Like, the basketball takes were that annoying to you? I'm like, okay. But I block <laughs> like back now because you don't get to look at my content for free. Like, you know how the block feature works. Like, you can still look you at can block. Tweet. You can block back? Yeah. If somebody blocks me and I see it, I'll block them back just so they can't look at my shit. Ooh. How do you block? Okay. So I like that. I've had some member of Warriors Twitter, and then, like, somebody blocked me, and then I blocked them back, and he went on this whole, like, tirade. Like, you fat, unfunny asshole. What? It's like, bro. Like, what? So you were sneak looking at the tweets. That's all that told me. You were sneak looking at them. Then you got banned from the club, and now you're salty. Make you a burner. You have such a crazy life. I know. Twitter is interesting. Like, this whole wow. rise. Like, I got a co-sign from LeBron. I knew at that very moment, like, oh, fuck, they're, they're coming for me now. They're coming <laughs> you're for like me. You're, like, happy, and then immediately. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. I my wife's like, yo, LeBron. Like, oh, yeah, fuck. I know what this means. <laughs> How much money, just, like, ballpark, would it take? Let's say the day came, I really needed LeBron to see something. Like, okay. I really, I was just like, I know I have this great idea. I need him to see it. I need Josiah to tweet it. So, like, ballpark, how much money would you take from somebody like 50 to 100 grand range i can dm lebron for you for fifty thousand dollars i've I've been waiting i've been saving that dm wait did you say fifteen thousand or 50 50 but i'm not i'm like lebron follow me normally it's like the dm like oh i haven't done it yet saving it you're saving something really special yeah Yeah, i know he'll see it he only follows like 100 people so he'll see it and it's like i need the response and you're one of them wow we'll see how long it lasts though because i'm gonna say some shit this season this is the thing too now like like, even you being here, know. like, all these random agents, people come to me, oh, Josiah. I'm like, damn, I hope I haven't said anything fucked up about their clients. Like, damn. It's hard. It's I mean, hard. you just have, you have to live your life. I know. Yeah. And accept that people like you the way that you are. But yeah. I got it, because it's like, fuck. But, but you do I might need a, a job from this person at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. And that's I was true. shitting on your client. I'm sorry. You're like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. You go to the bathroom, Google their client list, exactly. and just delete all of the tweets. Like, I had an agent walk up to me. He's like, oh, such and such. I'm like, Damn, like I looked at it, I was like, oh, damn, okay. I've definitely talked shit about some of your clients before. Well, but to be <laughs> honest, some people deserve to be talked shit about. You're some right. people need to so be shit talked, yeah. So and true. I don't think anyone's, yeah. Even if they're, even if I'm the, an agent, I'm the like. The agent probably knows that. He's like, thank God somebody's finally talking point. shit about this yeah. guy. I wish he'd play better. <laughs> he he's fucking costing fuck me right money. Now. He's like, he does suck, right? Yeah, and they like I need that, that 3%. Like, he's fucking up my bag. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll bully him to greatness. He's the one that retweeted it, like the agent. I'm <laughs> On sure. his burner, he has six burners, and you're like, wait a minute, I connected these to your phone. I meet people, and it's like, yo, I can't send this out, but I send it on group chats and shit, and like, 
they're like, yeah, owners of teams have definitely seen this shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> you just have to. You, it's in like, the scouting report, your yeah. tweets. Yeah, for I sure. I love that. For it sure. probably is. I You're would. Big time. I'm okay. You guys um, are big time. You have a Spencer's pod. Nice logos. Isn't it cute? The, thing, the black and white finger. I love it. Right? Diversity. Fuck segregation. Okay. <laughs> black and white diamonds. We need to get my nail painted on there. I always have my nails on. Harry. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, speaking of Harry, he just gave me a sign that we have hit a mark that will probably make you late to your flight. That's all good. So. Southwest. You oh, I was going to rap because we got to record another show. Okay, well. You're like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to live here. You have, you have <laughs> somebody like, actually, more entertaining coming? Who's, who's next on deck? <laughs> No, it's, it's your burner. It's your burner people. We've, okay. we've actually flown them out. This is like a reality TV they, show. They're You're hiding. gonna. They're it's behind the camera right now. I would love Twitter to meet some of these kids though, because it's like, damn, bro. What, how, when you, okay, miserable? but hold on, real quick. You keep saying kids. How do you know that they're children? Because I know from personal experience. She knows from personal experience, and I believe you also know from yeah. personal experience. There are grown men, yeah. who are very upset, and they just don't know where to channel that anger, yeah. and so they misdirect it. And mm-hmm. it's often either at yeah. a, a woman or a personality on the internet. So, kids, I can tell by their tweet patterns. Like kids, tweet ratio. Like adults, that's kind of just not a thing we do. Oh. Mm. Kids, kids are more the SpongeBob, more the uh, Derrick Rose, LMFAO, where he's got the, the straight face. That's more of a like a fourteen to eighteen year old thing. Wow. But I will say that adults see that as well, and that's like a thirty-five to forty thing too. Basically, people just don't have manners who aren't house trained. Uh-huh. It's like. <laughs> I mean, shit, okay, you disagree with this opinion? Or they'll be like, oh, this is the worst tweet I've ever seen. It's like, have you been on Twitter? Like, <laughs> You're like, this the worst is the worst? worst? This, is the, this is the worst one? So, you should have a Google Doc of, like, really bad tweets. And like, you I've tweeted shit way worse than this, brother. Like, <laughs> believe me, I can you give you a list. You just share them a, a way worse tweet. Like, this, say, is, this is way worse. Oh, God, I hate you. It's like, it's a tweet, dog. Like, <laughs> this wasn't going to change the world. This tweet wasn't going to save the world. Like, Yeah. But it's all No, there's, there's a lot of weird anger. You're right, though. It's... uh. When you're older, you can see, and now I'm experiencing this, you can see how younger generations talk and tweet mm-hmm. and use memes. But it is and a different thing when too. you try to do it yourself. Yeah. Like my little sister, she's 14. She started saying purr, which is like their generation's version of our rawr. Remember that? I never actually said that out loud. The <laughs> R-A-W-R. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 39. So okay. So All so this shit is past me. You got to tell me what animal noise <laughs> y'all's generation was but they start saying purr and i tried to do it i sent it on a text to her like because it's like you know you're just wait what's the con i don't even like you're being a little sassy okay Okay. you're making a little like like a yeah and so i did it and i literally i deleted the whatsapp text i was so embarrassed i was like who am i what what am i trying to be what am i trying to prove i had to delete it i was embarrassed so you're right that you they're probably kids because as much as adults see it it is you can't really imitate How the younger generations? I mean, you could try, but it's just more. It's not. It's not gonna do. Even for even for adults who are yelling at other adults under the guise of being a stranger on the internet, like it's still embarrassing for them. The fucked up part is a lot of the people. It'll be people you know that are literally bitter, jealous of the success you're having, so they have to come from a burner, and it's like, oh, you misspelled this this word the same way you misspell it from your regular account. Oh, Oh. wait, you know people who have burners? Yeah, like people on Warriors Twitter, like there's. Definitely people who like, oh, you're liking this tweet from both of your accounts way too close together. And this is a pattern that I'm noticing strategically because as I'm just scrolling my mentions, like, oh, boop, 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 boop. Okay. Yikes. Who you are. I just, but this is just shit that once you're heavy into Twitter, like We I should am, have hired you to counter the Russians in 2016. <laughs> like, you know everything about I just, this. Pattern, strategy, like, okay. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Wow, these same eight accounts always like your ratio tweet. I really hope the FBI is listening because you could get a nice bag okay. out of this. One day. Maybe One I'm already day. doing it. Maybe I'm doing it already. Ooh. 
wow. CIA and, and Twitter. I love it. Smart break. Wow. I will have to cancel you then. <laughs> I would personally have to let this relationship go. But good. you have to do what you have to do to get money. I do. So. <laughs> I appreciate you guys for having me on this lovely program. Oh. Shout out to the people at Blue Wire. Thank you. Yeah, the same Encore flight. was exquisite. Come back very soon to this exact scenario. Hopefully, buffets are back open. Yes. Next time. Yes. We'll all meet then we'll the, record from the buffet. The butt one or whatever. What is it? The back anal? The back <laughs> yeah, we'll meet at the one. butt buffet. The back anal buffet. <laughs> okay. They had to look at that spelling. Somebody's going to say back anal. Because <laughs> there's anal in it. Like I got to see. Yeah, I got to see. It's there. like back anal or some shit like that. But oh, it's like, okay. That even sounds like back anal. If I'm saying it like with a nice European accent. Back anal. <laughs> We have our blooper. We definitely have Thank our you. blooper for the show. Uh, that's our show? That's our show. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Spencer's is hosted by me, Haley O'Shaughnessy, and Jordan Liggins. This episode was produced by Jordan, Isabel Jocelyn, Harry Krinsky, and Alex Ward. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yales, and me. This is Mason from Austin, Texas. Uh, what would really make me happy tomorrow in the NBA draft is if Jalen Green went number one overall and I cashed in for one million smackaroos. <laughs> <laughs>